Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to FadeGrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's FadeGrips.store with offer code CAG20. Welcome to episode 35 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week are my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. How you doing? Doc, H1X1. Hello, hello. And joining us in our rotating fourth chair community member, Maldo. Hey. What's up, Maldo? Welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. Happy to be here. It's been a while. It has. Glad to have you back. Um, first and foremost, we have a new patron, and that patron... Is Chestar. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yes! Just a bunch of woo boys. Woo! Time <laughs> to start this shit talking. <laughs> That's no, next week. He has a, yeah, he has a week. So. Yeah, it's, it's in oh. our terms of service. You should have read it. <laughs> uh, thanks for the support, man. Appreciate it. If you want to be like Chestar, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Support us there. We just had our game drawing last week. Shout out to Trabador. Who won that one? Um, yep, clap, clap. <laughs> Did uh, Trabador pick a game yet? Um, no, he got he got it in uh, Xbox credit. Jesus, oh, I couldn't gotcha, think of what gotcha. it was called. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, all right, we had our podcast wars part two recently. Uh, Chocolate, why don't you tell the folks about that? Should we, or should we leave it mysterious and? Just say to him to check out YouTube. No. We should just tell him to check out part three. Coming in a few weeks. Yeah, don't worry about part... (laughs) The game we played today is... uh, That was a non-starter. We somehow got snatched from our grasp. We had it in the bag. Oh, I know somehow. (laughs) Doc's still a little salty about this. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. So what was it? The one power weapon that only spawned once. Uh, But anyway, Sailor V... It's okay. Real game score one. Congratulations to them. <clears throat> and uh, we'll see you on round three. I think they were using one of those keyboard and mouse, like third party things. They had to have. The Zim 4. That's what it was. Yeah, what was it? The third game or fourth game where all of a sudden their points. It was like capture the. Capture the hill type. Oh, uh, it's really funny. Chalk was <laughs> like, of the one thing you're going to hinge on, don't hinge on the one where we got beat by four thousand, times the many dude. points they started. <laughs> yeah. We lost by a thousand and they started with 40. Yeah, that like, one oh I have no God. issue with. <laughs> that one we just straight up lost. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have um, an issue with that. <laughs> uh, anyways, like Chocolate said, check that out on YouTube. That'll be coming out in the next week sometime, Chocolate? Yeah, 100%. 100%. The game is absolute madness. Really fun. It is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it's funny re- playing with those guys because they're from Australia, and then Doc and I are from the U.S. Chocolates from the U.K. And so when you're <laughs> in a server, you you kind of never know what to expect. So it's like you'd kill someone, and then like a second later you'd die. I mean, it was happening to both sides, but it was just funny because I would actually like to play that game. Like 
not with people from Australia, no offense, <laughs> just to see like what the actual game is like because it seems like it could be fun. So totally, yeah. like to give it a shot with a little less like. <laughs> Either some way. decent ping would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Another yeah, week in what gaming. Does the ping look Maldo's like? here. That's the name of my next band, Decent Ping. I'm gonna... <laughs> decent. <laughs> yeah, it's my next band name. That's pretty good. It's not bad. All right. Um, what have you guys been playing this week? Uh, I'm going to start with Chocolate and Hellblade, although he just muted himself, so maybe the I'm not going to The baby monitor just went off, I think. Yeah, the baby literally <laughs> just went off. I can go elsewhere. <laughs> I, I would suggest for the next uh, 10 to 15 seconds you should. <laughs> All right, no problem. So, Doc, you uh, you dove into Valkyria Chronicles 1, which is weird because I just bought 4. And apparently right, right. those two games take place at the same time. Yeah. So I should start I, it up while you're playing yours. But I'm still a lot like you in the sense that like I buy games that I have no intention of playing right away. Oh good. All the time. <laughs> so I bought four and then was like, hey, let's start with one on the Switch. Um, plus with the whole us doing an anime podcast eventually, I feel like I need to really ingratiate myself in this uh anima culture, you know? So Anima counts? <laughs> what? A- a- anime? Anima? That's what I heard. <laughs> I think he said anima. <laughs> uh, well, that's a that's a whole different... Uh, co- turns out conventions are actually side by side, but it's a whole different thing. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so I got Valkyrie Chronicles 1 on the Switch. I know nothing about this series. I knew that it was a mix of RTS slash top-down slash you move characters around, get behind cover, shoot guns kind of thing, but it's turn-based. I know that's like a lot of stuff in, all in one, but it's it's kind of hard to describe because it's kind of its own genre, I guess. Uh, the thing I didn't know about this game, uh, and maybe I should expect this with with anime games in particular, uh, there's a whole bunch of talking um, in between gameplay in this game. That seems right. Uh, a whole bunch of talking. Um, and so far in the story, I'm this guy from this random village because the game takes inspiration from world war one world war two but with a very much uh alternate history not even alternate history but made up history timeline uh so it looks like europe but it's not really europe and there's basically a eastern western power and you're this small little like belgium type country in the middle um and so far basically i'm returning to my homeland to meet my sister and flee get everybody fled to the capital and i meet this girl and she's like a town guard and of course they're flirting with each other and yeah that's it so far um and i've killed a lot of the eastern empire dudes uh, aside from all that um so doc what i noticed when i was downloading this the uh the like add-on content you could buy there was like i don't know like five bucks yeah 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 um a lot of it was uh how do i put this uh, it came like what it literally said was this pack comes with bathing suits, <laughs> skins for your that stuff yet. But I will say I would not be overly surprised <laughs> if it took that turn. Um, Is because... that why you picked the game, Doc? Or... Well, literally, uh, okay. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm, again, I'm not like saying the Cohen brothers need to like produce the story behind these games, but when the game boots up and it's like me and this like guard girl or like flirting with each other and this caravan of civilians are getting mowed down and we're like well maybe we have you know they're talking about whether or not they have time to to uh, uh hang out later and it's just like these atrocities are happening right in front of us. it's just like what is this what 
I mean, I get it, you know, whatever, you know, you got to build up characters and stuff, but it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's the story is, is bizarre, and it's, you know, anybody that's played Valkyria Chronicles, I'm sure it's a good series and stuff, and I'm, I'm liking it so far, it's just a little heavy on the cutscenes and talking, but the way the game is set up is like, it, the story's told through like chapters in a book, and so you'll get to a chapter and it's like, oh, the, the, it'll like have these little squares that will have picture, eventually have pictures in them. And when you do that, that little mission, it fills in the picture. And so you'll get to a chapter and there's like six or eight boxes that aren't filled in. You're like, man, we're going to get some, I'm going to get some gameplay out of this. And then one out of the seven boxes was a gameplay mission and the other seven were cutscenes with a shit ton of dialogue. And <laughs> that's kind of been my experience so far. It's kind of like, yeah, it's this. It's got su- it's got a story, all right. So um, you said you were trying to get into the anime culture. You're literally just watching anime <laughs> in this game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Great. I don't know. Maybe it'll pick up more with some more gameplay later on. I mean, the gameplay itself is pretty cool. It's uh, a little basic at this point in terms of I'm only uh, everything I've played with so far is like there's two character types and there's only a couple different weapons, but. Uh, it it seems like that could be a pretty cool hook in terms of the gameplay. Um, I'm I'm not I'm kind of regretting the whole let me go back play Valkyria Chronicles one for the story because that might be my least favorite part about this game. <laughs> so great, uh, that's what I was like getting into this for. I was like, yeah, oh, this so anybody, seems interesting. Yeah, anybody huh. out there, maybe just go straight into four. Maybe I don't know. You I'll know? Let you maybe know. that's maybe that's the way to go. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. It, it's fine so far, and I'm sure the story gets better and stuff. And I'm sure it get, it has. I'm sure it will introduce some memorable characters. But uh, yeah, so far I'm really adjusting to the whole like heavy, heavy dialogue scenes with cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's it's pretty cool so far. All right, um, chocolate. I I wasn't here last week, so I'm assuming you may have started to talk about this. But Hellblade. How how are you coming along in Hellblade? Chocolate. Yeah, don't do that. I'm over here. Behind you. (laughs) Are you even recording? And he's gone. Yeah, there's no spatial awareness, guys, so it's coming in both (laughs) headphones. Ah, Hey, that's Um, a you problem, not us. (laughs) (laughs) That's your equipment, dude. Um, Yeah, the game is fantastic. It has got far too much of that... um, that spatial awareness and the... Just whispering in your head. Oh, you know, and and sometimes you're playing it and you feel it kind of immerses you in more and you feel like you're going crazy as you're playing it. And occasionally I have taken my headphones off and just looked around (laughs) the house just in case. I'm like, what's going on here? (laughs) But yeah, the the game is unreal. What they've done with it and the way they've put the sound in the game. So kind of the gameplay's... It's all right. It's it's good. It's it holds up, but that sound—it's like watching the old films where they used to put the music in, and you know there there was no dialogue. It was just um, text on the screen. The old black and white movies. Mm-hmm. The, the music is, or the sound of this game is the one that draws you in, and I feel myself more engrossed in the sound than I am in actually what's going on on, on the screen. Um, and I think I'm going a little bit crazy with it as well. <laughs> See, it seems like it's quite the looker on the X too, from just like screenshots I've seen. Oh, definitely it looks looks really good. Um, the cutscenes. So normally you have the cutscenes that are the grade A. You know, you know they've put time and work, and that's the best 
picture you're going to get out out of your um, out of your game. However, this is quite flawless. It, mm-hmm. They both look near on the same. I I think. Um, so yeah, I, I'm loving it, and I'm also looking forward to finishing it as well and getting that off my backlog. You were talking about the gameplay. I've just outsider's perspective looking in. What I've heard about this game so far is everything around it's really good, but the gameplay might be a little basic. Is that probably <laughs> true? Or hack and slash, um, hack and slash, and then go, go find your. Uh, probably the easier way to call it is um, your crackdown orb type thing. Essentially, that's it. Oh, and if, the puzzles. The puzzles are really good. Okay. Really infuriating as well. So on each, not on every door, but on most doors, there are certain symbols. And you have to match the symbol with potentially a piece of um, like a building or a like a spire oh, is, might have like a key so like to a it. Perspective type thing, or is it yeah. like a Resident Evil Seven where you have to spin the thing until it becomes what it's supposed you, to be? You don't need to spin it, but you have to move in the correct position. Angle the camera, almost. yeah. So there was one. That's cool. like, yeah, yeah. Th- those puzzles are really good. There was one where it was like an A. And I missed it because of where I was standing, and managed to. I think get you the were riot. talking about that in Discord. I think you did. Oh, you reach out for help. Yes, yeah, <laughs> someone help me. So, speaking of Discord, real quick, I, I got to give a shout out to Kate, uh, Super Katrix, who uh, had, at one point was asking Chocolate, like, because everybody was bringing up the fact that like this is a game where. Early on, people thought that if you died enough, it would restart your save. Which later on, I think that was debunked. But that was a rumor. Yeah, Kate. Kate was well, like, "What's in the game?" Right. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they lied. I, think the, I think the idea was that they wanted to make you think that to alter the way you played or played more carefully. But like, I, I like how Kate was like, "So, chocolate, your arm will get slowly blacker the more you die. How many times have you died? Like, is it on your, is it on your fingers, your palm? Is it on the wrist?" Chocolate's like, "I think it's up my shoulder. I'm not sure." <laughs> yeah, I was. I, just, uh... <laughs> I appreciated that. It's about yay. It's um just past the elbow. Um, to, to quote Chocolate, he was shoulder deep in the blackness <laughs> on his arm. Yes. Shoulder yeah, deep I, in blackness. Sounds great. <laughs> oh. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> um, Maldo, <laughs> looks like you're playing some older games. Uh, Diablo 3, you playing that on the Switch by chance? No, no. I can't afford that. Okay, yes. I thought it was Fair enough. Place. I was like, no, please, the Switch. I don't play that toy toddler console. <laughs> no, I love my Switch. <laughs> just, I, it was a full, I really, really thought about buying it again. Uh, but it's $60, a full $60 game on the Switch. That's just like Skyrim. Every time they re-release that on something, it's like, ah, $60, huh? That's the Nintendo tax. You got to fund Mario's uh, beach, uh, beach house mortgage, you know? So Diablo, I'm sure you guys all know, it's the best in its genre. I don't like playing it by myself, but I've got a handful of of friends that are really into the game. I have never played it before. Uh, We're not watching any cutscenes. I don't really know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) The Skeleton King, Maldo. They're carrying me through everything. I just tap buttons and things die. I'm playing as a necromancer. And we're just power leveling through everything. But I have no idea. It's probably the worst way to go through this game. But it's fun with friends. <laughs> what isn't? Well, yes. let me tell you about the fallen star, Maldo. Um, 
No, just kidding. <laughs> Is that a Diablo 3 thing? <laughs> well, yeah, that's this dude. He gets hit by a star, but it's Deckard really a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really this guy who was like an angel, and we killed some guy that was a skeleton king, and then he got his angel wings back. I don't know. I wonder how many people you're offending that are like diehard Diablo oh, 3 fans right now. I'm sorry for all of the unsubscriptions <laughs> you're going to get. <laughs> We're real big in the Blizzard how, community, trust me. We're how many diehard people play this game? But it, it is great. It's the best type of this game. It's it's just a looter, well, right? I've tried playing Diablo 3 about maybe four times, and I usually get like a half hour to an hour in, and... I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. And I love loot and shoot like games. I guess it's more like a hack and slash and loot game, but still. It's just a big checklist. Like, okay, we mm-hmm. have to go through all this and get this and how many things. Um, but it's fun. It's fun with friends. I really don't enjoy playing it by myself, but with a solid group, it's a blast. That hey. that could be my problem. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever tried playing it with people, so... Have you ever played uh, Path of Exile, Maldo? I tried it. I didn't like it as much. Okay. It's 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 a less it's a less uh I don't know how to describe it. It's very similar but maybe less of a nice presentation maybe as Diablo. But uh it it's very similar though. Yeah, it was a little rough. I I was told that is more of a comparison to Diablo 2. Yes, it is. Absolutely 100%. Yep. And that's why people like that game. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. So it, how old is Path of Exile? That's a that's l- that's much newer. Years. Yeah, that, okay. that that but like Maldo said, that was more of a sp- spiritual successor to Diablo two, because I you know I guess you had that hardcore section of the fan base out there who didn't think Diablo three was enough like Diablo two, so I guess that was more of for that audience. I guess I don't know enough of the subtleties in either though. To I beat both, but I'm not hardcore into either, so I don't know enough of the subtleties to be like this is why that crowd likes this game or vice versa. But um, that seems to be the general vibe of, of why each it just, person... It didn't feel as polished a little bit that I played a Path of Exile. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a free-to-play game. I didn't get too deep into it. It just didn't feel as good as Diablo, okay. especially starting Diablo first. Yeah, that true, yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, something I've been playing, and I... Th- I think I might have talked this uh, talked about this on episode 33, but I had started up the Messenger. Um, it's a side-scrolling like action platformer kind of game, um, but something cool happened since I I actually finished the game, so I have one game done this year so far. So far, so good. Congrats! Um, thank you. <laughs> um, but about halfway through the game, so it, it goes from that side-scrolling action platformer thing. Um, and then I kept thinking I was getting closer and closer to the end of this game, and I, I beat what I thought was, like, the last boss of the game, and I I was maybe three or four hours in. I was like, all right, so this is kind of short or whatever. I beat him, and then the game gets, like, flipped on its head, and it turns into a Metroidvania. So all of those... Oh, really? Yeah, super interesting. Gotcha. All those um, platforming levels that you had just gone through, like, you can't go back or anything or you could go back but you couldn't go to like any of these other areas but now that it's flipped into a metroidvania you can actually go back and like explore all those levels and the whole second half which i want to say is like two-thirds of the game it feels like it's definitely the bigger half um it just turns into a completely different game so you're gonna kind of feels like you're getting two games 
with one cohesive story, which is cool. Um, so then once that happens, you also unlock the ability to change time. So you can go forward in time 500 years. What this does is it takes this 8-bit game that you've been playing and turns it into a 16-bit game. So That's cool. Yeah, literally everything from the environment to your character to all the enemies, they all have 8-bit versions and 16-bit versions. So if you it's like there's like portals in different sections, so if you hit the portal, you'll you'll switch it or whatever. Um but it even goes as far as to change the music, which is really, really awesome. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So you're totally getting that NES for SNES type of that, uh, upgrade in music. 100%. That is yes. cool. That's cool. Um, and the music is great in it, too. Like every, I don't think I got annoyed at the music, and I played it. I think it was 17 hours, 16 or 17 hours um, is what when I rolled credits. I'm buying this for sure. Um, it's it's yeah. like you got the remaster. And the original game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And I mean, the time traveling thing and like changing from six or eight to 16, um, that works with some puzzles too, because like right. only in the 16 bit area are some spots open. So if you run into a spot and you're in eight bit, you actually have to go find a portal, switch over, and then go do it. Um, I was just about to ask with that being a Metroidvania, if that plays a, a key in terms of gating off areas or yeah, whatever. Yeah, definitely. Or like there was there's these NPC bosses that I had to talk to. Um, so after it's kind of funny cause after you kill a lot of these like main bosses, they're just like, Oh, I'm just misunderstood. And then you like become friends with them, which is also the humor in this game. I didn't enjoy it at first because it was just a lot of, uh, it was self-aware, like uh, the humor they were saying, like they knew they were in a video game, which isn't always my favorite thing, but it got better. Um, and with these bosses, you'd beat them and then they're like friends with you and make conversation or whatever. Um, so these dudes that I had beaten the eight bit world, I went back there in the 16 bit and they were just like skeletons. <laughs> so I had to get, it was something from their like corpses, which obviously I couldn't get that when they were alive. Cause I'd go up and talk to them and be like, Hey, what's up? But then if you step through the portal, switch it over to 16 bit, go back, uh, they'd be dead. And then you could pick up the stuff you needed. So yeah, it definitely plays a big part in the actual, um, Metroidvania like puzzles. Hmm. Um, super super cool um yeah i don't know if there's much else to say about it a lot of the platforming is tough a lot of the boss fights are also super tough um it may have outstayed its welcome a little bit because the latter half of the game the metroidvania part you're trying to collect these six like music notes or maybe it's eight i don't remember um and that feels very fetch questy i want to say they're all super similar like get to this part so there's a lot of back traveling um and there's not there is a fast travel mechanism but it only brings you to certain areas so even if you knew where you need to go the closest fast travel point might be like 10 minutes away or something and that could get frustrating especially if it was in a part with like really hard platforming but um with that being said it's still it's fantastic. I think this might have been, if I had actually played all the way through it, this might have given like Hollow Knight a run for its money as like my favorite Metroidvania from last year. So it might have actually broke my top five, maybe. Hmm. So I definitely Wait, recommend it though. You put Hollow Knight over Dead Cells? Uh, yeah, I you did. Metroidvania over Roguelike. That's what that came down to. Hmm. So 
It's the dying. I I like a good roguelike, but I don't know. The combat in Dead Cells obviously beats both of these. Um, there's a lot of good things about both those games, though. Um, all right, moving on. What else have we been playing? Um, oh, I can't get back to the Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, Maldo, how about some Far Cry 5 DLC? I'd like to hear about that. Which one are you playing? Are you playing all of them? So, so I have the season pass. I have them all. It took me since release to beat Far or Far Cry 5, and I just beat it last weekend. How'd you like that ending? Well, <laughs> oh, which ending did you get? I guess I should say, yeah. We... We fought. We fought him. We decided we were going to stay, and he <laughs> got all get. crazy. He was all hopped up on the bliss. <laughs> Shoot him with and, bliss bullets. Yeah, and then the nuke went off. Well, spoiler: there's <laughs> a nuke. I say mean, that after the fact. <laughs> if you've seen trailers for Far Cry Five: New Dawn, you kind of know what the canonical ending was there. So, I think you're good yeah. on spoilers. Yeah. Um. And. I played it with a coworker pretty much the whole time, but on his game. So on my side, it's like I haven't I haven't even beat the first area. So it's a little annoying about that, That's... which I knew going into. <laughs> it's just like half the achievements are still locked because they're solo only. I was gonna say it's so frustrating uh, yeah. when they do co-op like that. It's ugh, it was just like because it, it, it was everything you could do in the or could you play literally the whole game. Co-op yeah, as long we, as you were in his session. We, we play was yeah, the whole so. game together, but in his session. Okay, so maybe it wasn't this one. I thought there was one game where it's like you could do all the open world stuff, but then... Four. Oh, it was Far- four. Yeah, was four like, locked out from like the really specific uh, story. Actual like, yeah. mission. Okay, yeah. that's what yeah. I was thinking of. My bad. I don't get it. It's weird. Everything is better with friends. Why they well, make it difficult. You really got the idea in between those games. They acted like they really like were in the phase of like we heard you about four. We're gonna make five. The co-op's gonna be much more fleshed out. But like, it, not really. I mean, they took one small step in the right direction. They let you yeah. play with your friends on the actual campaign missions. But like everything around the edges of it was just like makes you not want to necessarily do it that much because you're not progressing anything in your side of things. So you're not gonna want to do it very much. You know? Do you know what that uh, means though, Doc? <laughs> it, it means that Far Cry New Dawn, the seventh or eighth Far Cry game, oh, might actually yeah. get the multiplayer right, the co-op right. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I do like. So the last time they did what was it, Primal? They reused Far Cry 4's map. Yeah, there was a whole big I believe that about is correct, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah this time they're right. just like, well, you're still in Hope County, just nuclear apocalypse. Definitely the easiest way to create a game is just make everything grayer and more ashy looking and maybe blow some stuff up but use literally the same exact map but yeah you're right at least they came out and said it this time instead of trying to hide it like they did with primal that was pretty bad yeah i remember that what happened with primal because like i think it wasn't until somebody kind of overlaid the two maps and were like oh they're identical yeah (laughs) oh damn yeah the same thing oh wow (laughs) so they're learning now they just say it from the beginning I'm playing the the Mars DLC, which I was told is the best one. Is this your first still, one? This the, is the first Viet, one for me. Okay, Vietnam I think was the actual first one, right? I don't I don't know in what order. Yeah, I believe so. But the only reason it's decent is because the character Herc. You guys remember who oh, Herc is? Oh, he's from like, Four. He was the co-op guy in Four, wasn't he? 
He yep. would. Oh, well, he's also so. he's it, a dude in five as well. He yeah, well, he's, isn't he's, he a buddy? He yeah, he's one of your your buddies, but he's the the senator or congressman's son, something like that, and he's just a real mess up. He's like, I'm drinking Wait. beers. I'm Herc. Wait, holy cow! Did they bring that character over from four? Yeah, because there it, was a guy in four. It's yeah. the same dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna start my own cult called the Herc Cult. <laughs> We're gonna drink beers and get laid. You don't remember that guy? He was hilarious. I didn't play much of five. I wasn't really into five. Well, well <laughs> you are. So you're just driving your truck and drinking a beer. And then all of a sudden you get pulled up. A beam of light sucks you up into um. Mars. And Herc <laughs> is now a head. He's just a floating head. Oh, God. And he, he has this robot girlfriend that, that they're trying to restore the power to her terminals because he's... Alien, uh, excuse you. <laughs> these, these alien crab-looking creature things have taken over, and she can't maintain control without going up to these towers. It's a whole bunch of towers. Oh, towers, you say? A whole bunch of towers. Huh. And, you know, did you play the beginning of 5, where you had that yeah, first I did. tower? I, I, I probably played about four hours worth of and 5, yeah. Specifically, it says, you won't do many of these here. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, Mar- the Mars DLC is all towers, but you're guided by Herc, and it's like he, another spoiler, you he's a floating head, and then you're able to convert his head into a robot. You bring his mind into a little floating robot. It's like I'm a robot, Herc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually totally okay with all this. Actually, by the way, this actually does sound pretty. Great, That's what you know. I loved when they first announced these DLC. I was like, this is the perfect way to do it because you gave me a complete package with Far Cry 5. Um, and then you just have all this weird bullshit as your DLC, like just fun little add-ons. You're not, there's not chunks of the main story like missing and yeah. being held back. Yeah. I loved it when I, they announced these three DLC because they were just so far out there. Correct they me if I'm wrong. Are these, are these standalone? Or yeah, they are. That's that's what I'm saying. Is that it's kind of well. I mean, are they standalone in the sense that can I get these without owning five? I think oh. you still need the game. Yeah, I would assume. Okay, so. okay, all right. They got to get you to buy the five. Oh, yeah, I, I understand. I, I get. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I I get that part. Yeah, but good stuff. I still I bought that. I think I bought the deluxe edition or whatever it was that came with it, and I still haven't touched those. I beat five at least. So there's that. Okay, question. <laughs> this is relevant to now. Actually, chocolate. Uh-huh. Have you played any five or? I haven't touched five. I wanted to, and I can't think what came out or what I was trying to play in the meantime. So okay. I left five. Again, so, uh, not thank to you be for the, the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anytime. not to be entirely a downer, but okay, risky. Are you? How do you feel about the series now? Like, are you just wanting another? Like, how are you feeling about the sequel coming out? As far as like. I don't think it's going to be a surprise to say it's going to be a lot like five in a different setting. It's a post-apocalyptic world. I love it. But like, <laughs> if you hop in and there's just icons on the map and you're going up towers and it's the same four NPC type enemies coming up to you every five seconds, like, are you are you actually cool with that? Like liberating bases and stuff. Uh, chances are, yeah, I'm still going to love this. Okay, one. all right. <laughs> see, I got burned out on that after four, but that's just see, me. that's like like five. I thought five was awesome, so I don't know. Maybe this is just my type of game. I, my favorite Far Cry was Far Cry Three. I loved Three. Yes, that's because I don't like was the there. silent. Voss made that whole thing. He was so good. That was yeah, I, Three, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. Although he it, he ended up not being real the big bad at the at, nope. towards the end of that. He was like, just the face. Yeah, he was just the face of it. But like Three was what got me in the series. I really liked Four, and I played 
played Primal, and I think after Primal is when I'm kind of like, okay, even if you go in a different setting, this is really samesies kind of on a lot of stuff. So, and, yeah, like, I didn't play Primal at all just because I didn't think the setting was interesting, at least not for me. I didn't like throwing sticks. Did you, yeah. Did you like Blood Dragon, the one off the standalone off three? That was pretty good too, actually. Didn't play Blood Dragon. That that's like a Tron meets three weird. Isn't it like eighties <laughs> themed? It is. It's like eighties Tron in a island like setting of Far Cry three, but like with like dinosaur like techno thing. It, it's weird, but it's it's worth checking out. It's it's really cool. And I also I a lot of purple. I didn't. Yeah, get, a lot of purple. <laughs> I didn't get that far into four. Like I definitely didn't finish four. And didn't feel compelled to finish it. So I don't know why that was a miss. And then with 5, it's like... I think I sat down and beat that game in a couple of weeks. Because I was enjoying it so much. Like, I think the like the add-on allies or whatever. Just like the allies that you could pick and choose who you were <laughs> going to bring with you. That was an awesome addition to 5. And I, yeah. like, I liked recruiting all them. I liked the little stories for all of those. Uh, I liked the cult route they took. Even though I thought it could have been darker i remember thinking that a lot like man i wish this was like a more messed up cult (laughs) just so there were there's so many opportunities in that cult they captured us so many times shoot him with the bliss bullets yeah i (laughs) i felt like austin powers where they they have him he's like (laughs) scotty's like i'll go get my gun and we'll shoot them together it'll be fun (laughs) we'll do it right now (laughs) he's like no scotty you just don't get it yeah there's so many times, get him with the bliss, and then we pass out. <laughs> and they're like, "You see, you see these scars." <laughs> uh, All right, let's lock him in this room and let's head on out, guys. It'll be fine. <laughs> nobody needs to stand guard. We're good. My my issue, and I think this happens with a lot of, is it Ubisoft game? Ubi Ubisoft? Oh, it's an Ubisoft game. All yeah, right. uh, they don't allow you to just sit there and enjoy the game. At a certain point, when I would get further into each territory, you couldn't move without the little radar going off or a plane flying. Yeah. Or like, We're getting in route. You you couldn't just enjoy the game. It was just constantly like, get him! And, well, until you liberate the whole country, and then you can... Oh, no, a nuke went off. <sighs> <laughs> well, see, there's a new game plus... Oh, wait, a nuke went off. Oh, never mind. Okay. Never mind. There's No, there's just a whole new game. They Instead of new game plus, they just went with <laughs> yeah, it's just, new dawn, a uh, new game. This nuke or it's post nuke sorry sorry so yeah good shit um <sighs> all right chocolate you are still playing dead cells you haven't beat dead cells yet i'm pretty sure no. is it is it good name <laughs> what is the name of that uh it's the speed do running you ever thing really beat the dead cell like do you ever beat it beat it well, you I just decide to stop playing actually i mean like not to get too deep but do you ever actually beat dead cells i mean really guys <laughs> do you chocolate tell us I don't feel like you can beat this game. I finally got the the tickle, the tickle thing, the oh. beanstalk. What are we talking about? Oh, Whoa. okay, okay. I didn't yeah. know where he was going with that. I'm like, <laughs> I, I've I've almost beat this, and when I don't it, think I got to that part. <laughs> when talking to chocolate, I have to question a lot. <laughs> the, the tickle and the beanstalk. Yeah, the tickle. Uh, I remember. Yeah, so that's, you, you've kind of got your first. Yeah. yeah, you've got your first like shortcut kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm playing it in between nap times. <laughs> so, not my nap times, the kids' nap times. <laughs> oh, <allowed>. sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go to sleep. Um, just, I'm loving it. It's it's great. Um, managed to finally go into the sewers, so that was a, a nasty shock for me. 
with the uh, scorpion things. They are tough. But um, did you guys ever use like the one of the power swords where you could move it two ways? There was one way you'd, you'd hit it sideways and then another move where you'd go from top to bottom. Yep. It was like a power throwdown. Yep. Oh, my God. Love that. So is that something you Love unlocked it. so you could find it on more runs then? Yeah. Okay. I really do like that. I love that system, the way that works in that game. It's, yeah. Confusing as hell as well with the whole collecting the dead cells, unlocking the blueprints, and then it just disappears off your inventory or the, um, when you, you t- I can't even think of the word, when you're handing in your dead cells. Right. So I, t- I think I got the power bow. Was it the one where it shoots two arrows? Excellent bow. Um, do you think I can pick up another one? I can't find it ever. Yeah, it it, it should. Like, I mean, because the, the general way that works is, so if it gets saved to a possible drop, you know, like if it gets up in one of those little glass bubble things, that is a yeah. now a possible drop at the game. But there are still things that are just straight up random too. Um, so I would, th- yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, like, because I want to say there's, there's a lot of different weapons in that game, a lot of different variations on the weapons. Yeah, loads of variations on the same weapon. It, yeah. it, it, it is such a good... I do love the fact that I can pick it up, play, and then just quickly turn it off when the kids start. Yeah, those run-based like roguelikes, they're so good. Yeah, So good, so good. Um, hopefully I will beat it. I want to sit there and finish it and just say, yes, that's a game off the Switch that I said I was never going to buy in the first place. And I beat it. And I beat it. <laughs> um, Good. You're, you, earlier we were talking about how you don't really beat this game, but did you see it awesome, It was Awesome Games Done Quick that somebody beat this yep. game in like 16 minutes or something? Yeah, I think it was right that. around there. <laughs> I yep. saw that someone posted that on Discord. That it was pretty great, yeah. makes me cry, to be honest. That's um, insane, dude. 16 minutes. It takes me 16 minutes to get through the first two levels. I don't... I think the thing that's most humbling about that Games Done Quick is when they go back to older games and they not only obviously beat them in a very quick fashion, but they go through certain boss fights in such a nonchalant kind of laissez-faire way to where you're like, when I was a kid, I, this was like two weeks, this thing right here. And I like, broke and seven like, controllers. Yeah, and oh, by the way, you've not taken a hit yet. Like, you know, it's, uh, it is really humbling to go back and be like, oh yeah, I remember that boss fight. Yeah, you just, yeah, I... Mm. Took That's me a my month. childhood yeah. done. Thanks <laughs> that for was... that. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's that. That is pretty cool. Watching some of the some of the games they they do that with. Uh... Yeah, I think we watched uh, Hollow Knight. Was it last week or the week before last? And watching some of the the moves this guy had, and as he was falling, dropping out the uh, what was he doing? Changing his power ups, and at one point he was dropping really low into a level, and then he'd fly through the other part of the next. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, but my mind is blown. What? How are you doing this? It really just makes you feel terrible about your ability to play games. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm bad at games to start with, but yeah, this is making me just want to pack up and leave. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something though. Yeah, some of those speedruns especially when the ones you see because like they'll have certain speedruns where it's like glitch heavy but then i really do appreciate the ones where it's not so much glitch heavy and they're just like they just are this good at this game and they're just you know it's just you know easy for them 
But yeah, it's just as you say, where they're sitting there nonchalant, just yeah, yeah. talking casually. The shoulders are just kind of rolled over, relaxed, not this kind of staring really close to the screen. Yeah, shoulders they're, they're not in sweaty mode at any point. Yeah, yeah, not even in the slightest. Occasionally, you'll see you know the hand wiped, and that's it. Oh. But yeah, Dead Cells love that game. It's a good one. I need to get back to it at some point. Yeah, right. <laughs> need to buy some I should in. just stop saying that. Just take that out of my vocabulary. I need to get I back to that. Nope. I, I, and the game I didn't mention that I'm actually going back just to beat for the sake of beating was Mario Odyssey. I never did beat that. Oh, that's a good one. It. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting pretty close to the end of that. That is one I actually beat. One of the few yeah. titles on the Switch that I've <laughs> completed. <laughs> well, I, I just got... I got reminded how how good of a game that really is. It, it is a solid uh, recollection back to like Mario Galaxy and Mario sixty four for sure. It's it's pretty good. How many moons so, do you have? Oh, who cares? Uh, I'd have to go look. Stupid. I don't moons. even know. <laughs> I beat that yeah, game, well, and there was like, see how risky beat the game. <laughs> well, see, the yes. thing about it is, is I kind of lost interest in it when I found out you could just straight up buy them at no specific rate. So then I was kind of like, and they weren't that expensive either. So I'm just I'm sort of like, well. You know, it, it's not like in Mario 64 where theoretically you could get all the stars, and that was an actual conceivable, you know, and shoot your cannon up onto the castle and meet Yoshi. That was a conceivable goal. But, like, this is more like, oh, I can buy him. Oh, okay. That was the thing. <laughs> like, I, I rolled credits on it, and then I was like, oh, you're still missing, like, 275 stars. And I was like, <laughs> go F yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> not happening. That's the thing. And I knew that, like, if I had decided to go back and collect those, like, I wasn't going to be having fun. Like, the fun part yeah, of that Mario yeah. game to me was getting through that Mario game and doing yeah. every everything there and not having to go yeah. star hunting. I think Assassin's yeah. Creed just broke me a long time ago with collecting feathers, and I've just never, <laughs> never been able to do it, so... I still, I see. I got broken on the Assassin's Creed loop when it was the sea shanties in uh, AC4, and some of them were so frustratingly hard to get, because uh, they were like these little floating notes that would like you would get close, and then they would start to fly away. Oh yes, like, oh I that. Hated I, those. I, I rage quit twice getting one of those one uh, time. Like, forgot about those. Yeah, those are just, terrible. Yeah, like that was the one that broke me back in the day. Like sounds but, like pigeons. Uh, yeah, well, pigeons and <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That'll be my next uh, rage quit, probably. But nothing worse than having stupid collectibles and then making your collectibles run away from people. Yeah, and the whole time you're just like, get back here, you little. Get. Oh man, trying to angle that ship just right and never getting it perfect. <laughs> just yeah. All right. Um, the other game that I played a bunch of these past weeks is Mark of the Ninja Remastered. I picked that up on the Switch. I picked up a bunch of games on the Switch, and I actually put up a poll um, <laughs> in our Discord, and I was like, hey, what game should I play? And I think there was like six or seven of them that I had just bought, and because I don't, Nintendo had a giant sale and everything was on sale and I had to buy everything, so I did. Um, and Mark of the Ninja won. And this is a side-scrolling action uh, s- stealth game. It's definitely stealth-focused. Apparently, it came out on Xbox in 2012, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I-, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask if this was a remake or re-release of that, actually. It's called Mark of the Ninja Remastered, so I'm assuming they oh, touched JK, up something. <laughs> something is improved. <laughs> Somewhere. Um yeah, I don't know. There's I don't, there's not a ton to say about it. It's a it's just your it's a standard stealth game, but it's a really good stealth game um as far as 
having different techniques or different like throwables or distractions, um, different um, a def- bunch of different ways to kind of take down enemies. Like you get points for going by people passively and not hurting them. You also get points for like one hit stealth kills, which as long as you sneak up on a person, you're always going to kill them in one hit. I think I've, I just ran into the, my first enemy that I have to stun first and then kill him. But every enemy I've run into to this point, if you're playing stealthy, um, it's a one hit kill, which is nice. The thing when you're going to one hit kill someone is you have to hit the Y button. And then it also gives you a direction that you have to aim with your left stick. So if you know that if you're following behind someone and you know that any second he could turn around, if you go to hit the stealth button and you, you mess it up, it'll like, it'll make a loud noise and it'll alert people because it'll be like he struggled and put up a fight and then it alerted other people. Um, so that's kind of cool having to be like under pressure and click the right direction because then it's an easy cleanup kill. And then you also get points for, um, hiding bodies, things like that. And then you get negative points for alerting people, making alarms go off. And then these points at the end, they work towards, it's like earning honor. I think it's called honor. Um, you use this honor in between levels to upgrade your stuff as far as like different techniques with being able to kill people from like a perch or um, it's just, it's all different ways to kill people. I think is what the actual techniques are. So like if you, you can hide behind things and, but you couldn't kill people while you were hiding behind these certain things to start with, but then you can unlock, right. It's kind of weird that you can just kill the dude. Anybody else? I was going to say, does anybody else think it's ironic that the currency is honor you get for backstabbing people? <laughs> <laughs> Not that it gets it. I'm just saying I thought it was a little ironic. but Yeah, so um, that that whole like skill tree is all just different ways to kill people. And then there's a distraction skill, tr- skill tree, which is like noisemakers and firecrackers, stuff like that. And then you actually have an attack one where it's like you get throwing stars and you can level up uh, different lethal weapons. Um games it, it's good it's a good if you like stealth games <laughs> then this might be right up your alley it's it's interesting the whole backstab to, uh like uh mechanic you talked about it's almost sounds like the reload mechanic in like gears of war i'm wondering why more games didn't like utilize that as, as an extra additional like gameplay feature you know for something so you know mundane is just like pressing a button behind somebody or something you know yeah the perfect what was the perfect reload in gears what did that actually do like what did you it just it it, 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 the bullets so however far down the clip you was when you did it those bullets did extra damage that you did that with Uh, okay yep yeah so it it gave it an incentive you know there was also an incentive behind it um and obviously if you missed the barn totally you would jam and it would take longer to reload so it made something as mundane as reloading actually kind of like gameplay mechanic-y especially Um, multiplayer it it meant something yeah to get that quicker reload so i think it was an average if you let let the bar just go normally, it would take say three seconds. You manage to get the active reload; it'll take one second. If you messed it up, it'll and take... extra damage on your bullets too. So you know it was, yeah, yeah. Like so, I feel like that was something maybe like I, I had never played this game risky, so I, I'm kind of like bummed to hear that like maybe more stealth games didn't like take a cue from them with the whole, you know, backstab extra little thing to where like you could do it silently or not silently kind of thing. Right, because it's easy to just sneak up behind a dude and hit. Hit yeah. a button. Press a button. By having yeah. to quickly just pick a direction. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. 
All I'm thinking of is Metal Gear Solid and the the alert sound every time you you failed. That's <laughs> all I can think. Yeah, that's all I can think when you're saying hide the body, sneak up behind them. The main character, character. cardboard box. There's there's no cardboard boxes, but you definitely do get some Metal Gear vibes. So it's really funny that you say that. Um, yeah. Because yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, and yeah, even to the alert noise, there's definitely an alert noise. It's not it's not just like the Metal Gear one, but it's, it's got to be kind of similar. Missed opportunity. For sure. Completely. Um, yes, yeah, so that's a good one. Another one that was cheap. I think it was maybe like 10 bucks, but a lot of fun. Um, all right. Maldo getting into some Paladins. Paladins. Where are you playing Paladins? Is Maldo here? Did I? Yeah, he here. is. I'm I got here. real nervous there for a second. But... Whoa, calm down. I. <laughs> where is he? Destroying Help. the Google Doc right now. Oh, good. I don't know if you guys saw that. I, oh, I, copied I was looking something at my peripherals and, just... and I was like, "Is he? He's either adding the word penis or <laughs> additional news." So one of the two, fifty-fifty, flip a coin. So, uh. I, Paladins is Ladonian's favorite game. <laughs> we'll start there. It's a good place yeah. to start. Uh, I'm playing it on PlayStation with with some some friends, family members. I like Overwatch a lot. I tried Paladins. It's similar. The biggest difference is the community. Everyone on Overwatch has been huge, just dick bags. <laughs> <laughs> I have never received no nice people. <laughs> never received so much hate, and not even messages, voice chat while we're playing together, of how much I suck <laughs> and how much they're doing my mother. Play a role. Shouldn't see. It's interesting you say that, Maldo, because I had the same experience with Rainbow Six Siege. So <laughs> I wonder, I, we should have a competition which is more toxic, like the community so, around them. Well, Siege, I received a lot of messages. Overwatch, Not as about your mother, though. Overwatch, <laughs> it's direct. Like, direct. Oh, voice. So like, hey. And, and since, <laughs> since my gamer tag is my name, for some reason, it's like so universal. They're like, hey, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> don't play diva if you can't charge her alt quick enough you asshole <laughs> now, i want to play this game <laughs> you just see maldo lay down the controller and just go lay down on the couch and it's like i just i need a so, minute so i enjoy some overwatch i have a friend who's super into comp but and until i can get better at it i don't think i can tolerate it can you not mute? Well, I guess that would kind of defeat the purpose no, of your dude. Then you'll there's get ways. kicked. Then you, yeah, I was about to you'll say, get yeah. kicked. Uh, so Paladins feels like an Overwatch light. I'm only playing... We're, we're not high enough. I think you have to be level 15. 15 for ranked, to get, yeah. To get into ranked. So we're just playing casual. And me, I have a, most of, almost a full team if we include Cabo. We are crushing people. Because I think we're the only ones playing with a full team on casual. See, now you have to carry the torch in that community and start messaging people when you just murder them <laughs> yeah. and be like, why do you, like, sell your Switch now. Sell a Switch. Why do you even have a Switch? You suck. Just go away. So he was playing on PlayStation, bro. So this is on PlayStation. Oh, sorry. But sorry, yes, my bad. I'll tell them to sell their Switch anyway. <laughs> sell your yeah, Switch! Yeah, really, th really make them confused. Yeah, they won't even know what you're insulting them about at that it, point. It would be nice if... There was crossplay because I have the the founders pack on Xbox for Paladins, and I miss a lot of those characters playing just the regular free version on PlayStation. And did did, did they say they were going to eventually 
did PlayStation ever, like I know they did Fortnite beta. Have they ever got around to saying that they're going to do that as well for uh, for Paladins? Or I don't, I don't think so. I think that maybe the next one might be Rocket League. Maybe. Okay. But it's good. It's a classic hero shooter. There are so many similar characters that I, I have a pretty good feel of what I'm doing. I mean, if you'd ask Lydonian, he would tell you Paladins is better. But they're they're both really good games. There's subtle differences that make them unique. But I like it. I just imagine when he said, like, Overwatch Lite, that there was just people rage slamming their phones. Again, so we've got Diablo <laughs> and now Overwatch. <laughs> they're just yeah, and then, you know, unsubscribe. You know, Path of Exile, which children play, you know, obviously, <laughs> and uh, and then you know, Overwatch. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, um, all right, Chocolate, your last game, Fortnite. You're definitely playing Fortnite on the Switch, right? Yeah, yeah. I busted out a pro controller, and I've been doing quite well on Fortnite. I think my highest is uh, fourth. There you go. I saw that uh, camera phone picture, and I was uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> Jealous if, there, of my if only there was skills. a dedicated button on the damn console is all I'm saying. Like, if... I, I, I was so excited I got third, I missed the button. Um, and then also, I couldn't be bothered to post it to Twitter to then pull the picture I, I, I'm off. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh. So you will get my rubbish camera pics with the reflection of me in the background. I was about to say, that's what I study the most, the reflection. I'm just hoping to get some goodies from that. Oh, you will do. So I'm going to start not, not pouting and winking and everything else. But yeah, um... Me and Ladonian played a few hours ago, actually. And Duos is tough. Was it cross-play, or was he on a Switch 2? He was on a Switch 2. I have no idea if it was cross-play. Um, like the other team. Um, so we I were think, both switching. I think, I'm assuming yeah. you still have to opt in, otherwise, yeah, if, right? If Probably. you're both on the Switch, it should be just Switch and mobile, yeah. maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Pass, but some of these people build. So I can't build for. I can't even build a anything. So um, Ladonian was doing the building, and I was flanking, and uh, we got a few kills. I think we did quite well. It's like Ninja and Drake combo right Woo! there. I mean, did, essentially. Well, it was the pro and me, the novice. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic, and the way he plays Fortnite is it's amazing. He is always. I drop in my same spot. I know what's here. We we raid these three rooms and then we're off. And I'm like, what's just happened? Where am I? Keep up, keep up. Um, yeah, so it's it's great. And I'm enjoying Fortnite, which I never thought I would uh, actually say that. The most I ever enjoyed Fortnite was definitely on the Switch. So yeah, I feel the skill level is about you could definitely where tell. I'm at. Yeah, that's why I enjoy yeah. it. Easy mode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Model's making all kinds of fans this episode. <laughs> no, bunch of no, babies. That is pretty much a fact that Fortnite on Switch is the. Oh, the, you can tell the skill gap. That well, lack of skill. A skill yeah. gap. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're yeah, right. It's um. Go on, sorry, Meldo. No, you're right. Hundred percent. Fortnite it's, on uh, Switch is the easiest place to play. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that, and I'm glad I got the. <laughs> that is the official stance of the Cross Atlantic Gaming Podcast. And, uh, <laughs> for the drinking game out there, uh, I can tell in about five seconds if they're on a pro controller or not. Oh. So you know what to do. Take your, take your, take your shots. Take your shots. Yeah, chug it down. I debated so hard making that joke. <laughs> I knew you was. Just, I knew you were just waiting. I'm glad like, you did like, it. So I didn't. You know what? To. Drinking game. Let's do this. Yep. 
God, we should throw that in the podcast show notes do, now. Do you play with the the gyro controls? Oh the, God, I, I, I well, I've not played in a long time, but I definitely probably would not. No, it sounds terrible. Was, yeah. Do you? In hand-held, I get by his pause. That's a yes. <laughs> in hand, when in handheld, yes. Like I have it subtle. So just when it's doing fine aiming, that's when I you can use adjust the motion controls. The, the yeah. like sensitivity of the gyroscope, I didn't know that. Yeah. and you can do it whether it's just scoped or regular oh. third person shooting. Huh? Maybe for like scoped and for like sniping, that, that might actually yeah, be pretty sniping awesome. Doesn't sound like that would be too bad. Huh? Maybe we shouldn't have jumped to, co- to conclusions and laughed at him. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to try it out. out. Have to give it a shot. Huh. I got most of my kills when I first started with uh, with the Joy Cons in handheld mode. You use a I, I you have a pro controller now though, right? I do, yeah, I mean, oh no, it was attached to the, <laughs> the switch. I mean, this thing was right in John, my it's face. Like I'm not a savage, please. They were attached <laughs> to the switch. Thank you. God, yeah, I, I don't I don't like it on that whatever that thing's called. The dog ears. D- yeah, the thing I left. I left for my butler to clean. Anyway, moving swiftly on. <laughs> we didn't even make the joke. You did that yourself. <laughs> Posh bear appearance, one so far. Yeah. Take your shot. And that's <laughs> take your shot. One for me. All right. Anybody else have anything to add that they may have forgot? Going once, going twice. All right. See if these. Wait, what? No, just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> you said that, and my stomach actually kind of dropped a little. Like, oh, God. Here we go. So I, I said it. Another I almost minutes. closed the window. <laughs> I almost came to your house and I punched can't you. Finish the... <laughs> Gone. Well, there's something going on. He can't hear me. And with that, let's move into the news. All right, Doc. What is in the news this week? Well, uh... Turns out uh, Battle Royale had not quite infected every game on the planet uh, yet, uh, and Red Dot Online gets a Battle Royale mode. What? I thought they already had one. The one with the the throwing knives and arrows? Was that uh, not a Battle Royale? Apparently it wasn't the official Battle Royale mode. <laughs> it could have been very much similar to it, I don't know. Not Battle Royale enough. Yeah, not Royale qu- enough, but... Uh, I haven't really been into the Red Dead Online like I thought I would have. Have any of you guys zero percent stuck with it anymore? Zero. Okay. All right. I, I yeah, tried it. Nil. It was boring, but wasn't that the same as Grand Theft Auto Five? The, Probably. When it first started, it was a little rough. Not for me. I, I still, mean, it was rough, but I was super into it. Like watching my money go up and like seeing a catalog of things I could buy. Like I was pumped. And then I got into Red Dead and I was like, oh, I could buy it. I'm just still mad horse. at the economy. It's literally real world money to buy some of that stuff yep <laughs> so that turned me off to it welcome <laughs> to, <laughs> to now well, <laughs> well i'll let you guys uh but hey it's a beta so you never know i mean it's technically it's, a beta. didn't it come out of beta the red dead online uh, i think it's nah, i think they no. made a released a no. statement recently saying they're they're gonna give it another for whatever it means to give it another few months oh you know, huh. quote unquote beta okay but, uh, it's gonna be really so funny anyways, if they reset uh, everyone's shit. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Nah, There's no way yeah. there. There would be an uprising. Right. Yeah, I feel like they probably would get a pretty bad backlash. Uh, so, uh, Red Dead Online Battle Royale: the mode has players gathering weapons and ammo as they fight to stay alive in an ever-shrinking area. Stop me if you've heard this before. With 31 players, other players. So they're not doing the full 100. Um, 
The new mode is now available in free for all and team variations where the last one standing wins. So, how are they going to get standard? Like, how are they going to fall in? I'm assuming it'll pop up somewhere on your map and you just like, do you want to join? Hot air balloon. Probably. No, no, I mean, when you launch into the map. You know, we jump out of planes. Oh, uh, I think you random. I think I was watching a stream. I think it's a random spawn. So you, everyone's already on the map. Oh man, I was really I... hoping for like flying carriage with horses, and you jump out of the carriage. But yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see any of that. They missed an opportunity if it's not that. Yeah, so that we could probably be spawn the... somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be the the mode I was watching, and it I could get this completely wrong. But I'm. From what I saw, people were just random. It was a random spawn. And <laughs> you just on like a were... Wright Brothers wobbly plane. And you just I'm, jump I'm, off the side. I'm <laughs> hoping for hot air balloons. <laughs> there you go. Or the Hindenburg or something like that, maybe. Just like a big blimp. You're just... I'll go with the old uh, dresses as you parachute. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they add this. Um, anyways, so do you think this would be enough to get any of you guys back into Red Dead Online? Or probably not. I'm I'm out with Red Dead until yeah. I can muster my I don't know my, yeah I can't do it at the moment yeah yeah I I don't know if this will be the thing that really ever or that gets me back in either I think I've kind of I don't know not for me I guess um anyways moving on uh Bungie and Activision um all right everybody have a seat guys in the living room here everybody have a seat uh your daddy and mommy Bungie and uh, Activision uh, we are not getting along anymore. Um, this is probably for the better, but we are getting a divorce. Um, yeah, um, there's no easy way to say this, but, uh, we just, we can't get along. So that's that. So now are they considered a small indie studio? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. I think they employ over 400 and something people. They are anything they, but a small studio. They are on the level of like any major studio out there owned by first party. So um yeah they are splitting ways activision will no longer be publishing the game i'm assuming bungie will be either self-publishing or they will get a different publisher um i'm assuming they have made enough money at this point they probably well my whole thing with this is that there's enough name recognition out there now for for destiny they probably don't need a publisher they're, yeah honestly. they're self-publishing yeah yeah and, and think about it like i mean they'll put out commercial stuff like that i'm sure they'll have their own publishing campaign or you know pr campaign but if you've not heard of Destiny yet and you're into video games, then it's like said you've not heard of Fortnite, you know. Um, so let you let me. Know. I got a question for you guys. What do you think the odds are that Bungie takes out the microtransactions in the Eververse? Because I feel like Activision got a lot of blame for that, or the majority of the blame for that. But if it's making money for them, <laughs> business-wise stance, would you take it out if you're receiving revenue from it? I mean, I guess that's the question. You know, I think you have cause... to weigh the pros and cons there and see, like, a lot yeah. of people in your community hate that with, like, a burning passion. And it's, like, one of the yeah. most controversial I don't think things. Anybody... So it's, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that's, like, pro loot boxes from Eververse, you know? Um, or shaders, you know, shader to one piece of armor, you know, like, is that still going to be a thing? Because that sure as hell seemed like a movie would make to sell more Eververse loot boxes. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, that that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this. I was like, okay, 
forever you've had everybody, the Bungie defenders out there saying, well, it's it's Activision, it's greedy Activision, that's the reason they're doing this. Well, if Activision's not there anymore and we get Destiny 3 and it's still got that in it, I mean... I think you'll see a, a more refined loot box, if anything. <laughs> ah, yeah, yes, the more refined loot box. What? Yeah, I think that's what you might see. A better, air quotes, better loot box. See, I don't see too much changing as far as the game content and DLC and purchasable items as far as in the game. What I see changing are the outside business practices, like the year-long DLC that Sony got to hold, things like that, where it's going to yeah. be more equal on both playing fields. I would assume without having the backing of Activision, like, yeah, Bungie has a lot of money, but you can't, like, you have to think about how much they're getting backed by Activision. I doubt you'll see the amount of content yearly. Um, I wouldn't imagine, yeah. So, I mean, I could, So, yeah. like, that roadmap might only be a couple big things each year or something like that. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with what they've been doing when they were owned by Microsoft and then Activision and now it's weird calling them an indie title or an indie studio. It's shouldn't really, it's a small, I mean, they're not, they're not a small they, independent they, studio. Yeah. They are a large independent studio. Yeah. Um, they have a lot. But what are they? In terms of they're still independent. <laughs> <laughs> they're still an indie. <laughs> I, it, yeah. I think it's going to be good news, though. It's just gonna, it'll be interesting seeing like this next year or two, or three. Like, who's to say Destiny Three isn't going to be super delayed now? Like, because of this, I think there's yeah. a lot of different things that can shake out uh, because of this. Yeah, because theoretically, you know, we always got the big spiel before that. You know, this was the story, and then Activision come and looked at it, and they said, scrap all this, and we had to redo the story, and we had to launch it by this date, and when it wasn't ready. And you always got the idea that Activision got the blame for that. And I'm not saying they don't deserve the blame, but I'm just saying, it, for better or for worse, Bungie won't have that shield moving forward. Is like, you know, like, if something's wrong, it's it's kind of on Bungie at this point. Right, you know? and I like, think that'll be good for them, honestly. Like, yeah, being able to take yeah. player feedback... And make it literally direct accountability. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I did hear that they are obligated to finish up their like roadmap of content for Destiny Two. Right. So it's like they do have to get through all that. Which is good yeah. that that didn't get like scrapped and people who bought the seat whatever they call their season pass, like you're still yeah, getting that content. Yeah. But it kinda makes me a little more excited about Destiny Three than maybe I would have been initially. It's gonna take a lot to get me back in there like i was with one so hopefully this is a I good wonder, uh i wonder what the odds of cross play cross progression will be now that bungie is solely at the helm i wonder if that even means that there's increased odds for that you know i don't even know if that you know but, but i'm i mean against who i i don't want to play against pc people on that's all got to be uh, with a hopper yeah that's yeah i mean yeah. again like I, I think we've we're past all that i think nowadays people will know that like the way to do it is you have hoppers that you opt into but having the option is not a bad thing Make a mobile game. <laughs> I think they are. I think they actually are making a mobile game. We talked about that way back. I think they are actually developing one. Actually, um, I don't know if it's Destiny related, but they are making something. Yeah, it's the loot boxes. <laughs> it's just it's just you loot just boxes. You just, loot you just pay money to open up loot boxes. It's great. You guys are gonna love it. You shake um, the loot box. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we I think we 
mentioned this in Discord before, and then this story got a lot a lot weirder and crazier over time. But uh, Jason Schreier broke the story that uh, Gearbox was having some legal issues, specifically with uh, Randy Pitchford, who uh, has been out there, I feel like, for the last five years talking about Borderlands 3, um, even though it's not officially been announced yet. Um, so essentially the crux of this lawsuit is that former general counsel of the game studio Gearbox... Uh, CEO, uh, I'm sorry, him and CEO Randy Pitchford are suing one another in a legal battle that sees both men accused of violating their legal duties to the company. The lawsuit alleges that Pitchford struck a deal in 2016 to receive a quote-unquote personal secretive executive bonus. Man, I I really got into the wrong career because that just sounds awesome. (laughs) In in a line of work to have a, I'm going to read it again, personal secretive executive bonus. Wow. $12 million to be paid directly to Pitchford uh, called, I guess he has a private LLC called Pitchford Entertainment Media Magic. It just sounds like an offshore account that he could. That is, that is straight up an offshore account just for totally. tax evasion. So yeah. convenient. <laughs> yeah. What a name. I, I need to, I'm going to Google that later and even see what that is. Uh, okay. So uh, the other alleged, uh, upper management individual involved, uh, whose name is Calendar, that is actually his name, and his lawyer argue uh, in an advance advance upon royalties that would otherwise go to Gearbox staff was awarded to Randy Pitchford. He quoted in saying, this is particularly tragic exploitation um, because these millions are being siphoned to Randy Pitchford's personal account instead of funding the development of Borderlands. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) So... Setting up this next story before I have chocolate talk about it, this a lot of this uh, this is actually a separate story within a story. So that's the lawsuit going on right now between Gearbox and Randy Pitchford and all that the secretive twelve million executive bonus. Randy's also involved in another little legal escapade uh, because he had a USB drive uh, which supposedly had four unannounced games in development from Gearbox on him on his personal person that he uh, had with him at a bar in Austin, Texas, which he left at the bar accidentally, I would assume. Um, Some guy picked it up, got home, opened up the USB drive, found all these different unannounced games with playable, apparently some of them had a playable demo. Um, And he also found some other material on the USB drive, (laughs) which we're going to ship this over to Chocolate right now for our correspondent on the ground. for some details on this. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit vague because uh, what we've got on here is quite graphic. So supposedly he had some porn videos, um, some cam girls on a memory on the memory stick. It gets a little bit worse. Hey, Risky, um, do you, while Chocolate's talking about this, do you want to read over the Ars Technica paragraph and see if that is podcast okay? Yeah, I'm just or... going to read it right now. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Several hours after the publication of this story, Ars Technica tracked down a magic podcast on which Pitchford had appeared last year. Around the same time, a Gearbox spokesperson also emailed the podcast to Kotaku in an episode that went live on December 22, 2018, the day after the lawsuit was filed. Pitchford told his version. <laughs> oh, man. Pitchford told his version of the USB. Yeah, you didn't read that part. Of the did USB you? stick story for the first time, he said. Uh, Pitchford, dis- Pitchford described his enjoyment of cam girl pornography in which a woman streams live erotic content and explained that he had saved a porn video of a cam girl on said memory stick before it was lost. 
Um, and then this is a quote from Randy. Um, <laughs> it's a woman who is baiting, and when she has some experience that appears as if she's having an orgasm, a huge amount of fluid comes out of her. Um, wow. This is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. He <laughs> he added, um, saying he had purchased one of her videos and put it on the USB stick. Um, then he also went on to say, some kid, an employee of the medieval times, <laughs> discovered this memory stick. <laughs> took it home and accessed it because it was before we were password protected and discovered secrets of my company and future games and development. He also discovered the pornography and it was barely legal porn. This girl's handle was in quotes, only 18. Um, how did, I feel like I don't contribute enough as a guest now. <laughs> how did she, how did she lock down only 18? Like, dang. Being well, in that business that and sure. locking down that the, handle? I think the the clear question that comes out of all this is, what are you most excited to see in Borderlands 3? Cam girl stuff? Uh, oh, that's <laughs> that, Well, that's DLC risky. Let's not get ahead My of bad. ourselves here. you got to pay the for that. The magicians? So. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just real quick, just round of applause for risky, just reading that with a straight face, because I was like... I'm not sure this is okay to put on the podcast, but I'll see what my co-hosts think. Oh, Risky's reading it live. Okay. It's good. It's, uh, it's How big is his USB stick? That's what I was wondering. He's got like 17 games. And... Oh, that's at least a terabyte, at least. I mean. <sighs> I wonder what quality these videos were. Because if they were it's like 4K well, I mean, images. Then... Apparently all you got to do is just hang out at bars in Austin, Texas, and <laughs> you never know what so you'll he, find. So he said bars, well, and then it said the dude was from medieval times. So like, was... <laughs> He's just chilling at the bar at medieval times. Like, I, I, who is Randy Pitchford? Me... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I, don't I like know. him as much as I used to. I don't either. <laughs> like, you just, you've got a $12 million bonus and you went to the medieval times. I believe, I'm sorry, it was a personal secretive executive bonus risk. Uh, so. Yeah, and you went to the medieval times. <laughs> either way, what a scumbag. I mean, it's this whole story is just... That's true. I, I do yeah. enjoy it. it <laughs> shout out to Medieval yeah, Times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Show sponsor, Medieval Times. <laughs> um, yeah, this whole story was just... It was weird and then got weirder and weirder after the two updates from Jason Schreier. So, uh, I I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I guess Randy Pitchford will, I would assume, be parting ways if he has not already parted ways from Gearbox. Uh it's got a stressful job. I mean, come on, guys. How, he's got twelve million dollars in cam girls all over him. Can't be that stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm more angry about. Twelve million dollars? No, I don't. It's cam girl. I don't. I don't know. Um, it's not like it was underage. Like that's not yeah, what. It I, says. Yeah, that that whole thing was just more or less. I think I, if I had to assume because they also. Jason Schreier pointed out that when you have a lawsuit like this, allegations can be anything. They don't have that. Those don't actually mean that they're so true. Anybody guilty. can say anything in, allega in allegations, yes. So that could just be more defamation than anything. Just wanting to paint a picture of him as a bad person in order to, I guess, maybe leverage their their suit. But, uh, yeah, that all seems kind of whatever, embarrassing to say the least. But then that whole Ars Technica piece, that was him on a podcast that apparently you can go download and listen and to. And I am like, currently downloading it, so. <laughs> and currently downloading that episode. It's... Um, you know, that, like, that's just him being an idiot, I guess, and just getting out there and saying that stuff. So, like, I, or maybe he doesn't care how he sounds at that point. If you're on a podcast saying it, clearly you don't care. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, did he do anything wrong there? I, well, no, I don't think he did I, anything. I, I don't think there's actually anything legally wrong there. It's I just that. 
the moral of it is keep your work flash drive <laughs> and your porn flash drive separate. They, that's why I always come to you, Molly. You're my <laughs> compass pointing north on morality always. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, I might as well say it. It's uh, quite a fitting first name for him anyway. Oh, <laughs> chocolate coming in there with the zinger. <laughs> Randy. Um. Yes, I don't know. Uh, Borderlands 3, guys. You excited for Borderlands 3? Only if there's magicians. <laughs> okay, well, probably not, but anyways. <laughs> uh, that's it for news for the week. We wanted to go out with a bang on that one. So, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, no pun intended. Welcome. Oh, rough. Oh, okay. I almost spat water all over my PC. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just... Oh, I'm uh, let's but... move into new games for the week and some more with Maldo. Yeah, there's... Uh, so January 15th, The Walking Dead Final Season Episode 3, Broken Toys, is out. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> broken audio with broken toys. <laughs> oh, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> I don't... It, it's 1 a.m. over there, and it's like it's 4 in the morning, and he's lost his shit. Risky, you could say the, and chocolate would be rolling on the floor right now. So. Better just let Maldo <laughs> oh, keep sorry, going. Guys. Go, Maldo, go. Okay. Go, Maldo, go. The, the Grand Tour game, an episodic racing game based on the hit series, featuring seamless transitions from clips of the show to gameplay. New episodes of the Grand Tour game will be releasing weekly during Season 3 of the show. This next word I'm going to... Anu Animusha 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 okay Warlords Animusha Warlords semi remaster it's an uprest with improved controls and new soundtrack January 18th Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown's out woo and Guacamelee 2 is that is this game pass is that what that is no that's no, just uh comes out. out okay January 19th Farm Together Think mix of Stardew Valley meets Farmville, but with a focus on multiplayer. I'm that sounds okay. There's gonna be a cross Atlantic gaming ranch on that one, so just ha- have you up. guys tried the multiplayer for Stardew Valley yet? Almost. <laughs> let's risky. Let's start a farm together. All right, the risky <laughs> risky farms where everybody wants to buy all the mayonnaise. I don't. I don't want to get my products from that farm. Nope. Yeah. I don't Not know. where I would buy my produce. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but yeah, sounds good. But that's it. <laughs> also, that's it. <laughs> All right. We also have some PSAs. Um, Resident Evil 2 remake demo is out right now. Uh, it's the one-shot demo. It only lasts 30 minutes. And I believe if you actually get through the whole demo in 30 minutes, you get some type of cutscene that other people don't or something. I oh, might have read that. Cool. I might just be throwing you off. So if you work really hard on getting this done in 30 minutes and nothing happens, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're welcome. But the internet might have lied. I'm not sure. So so, so ba- this is a Polygon article. It says Resident Evil 2's one-shot demo available for PlayStation 4, Windows, PC, and Xbox. Uh, players have a half hour to complete the demo. If they finish their specific mission objectives, they can continue to replay the demo until the 30-minute mark is reached. The demo will include a new cinematic trailer that's exclusive to the trial version of Resident Evil 2. Do I only get that if I got through it and... It doesn't say anything about it. All right, it. so it's not a race, or uh, you don't actually have to do I that? To Sorry. Do. But you can make it a race if, if you, you want. I was just about to say, and write in and let us know if you make it under 30 minutes. <laughs> and send the whole 30-minute gameplay video to chocolatebear80 at gmail.com. 
So people on PC have already found workarounds to to either keep the timer going or to remove the timer. Oh, good, completely perfect. <laughs> Love it. Yay, PC! <laughs> All right, uh, this is the stuff coming to Xbox back compat. We have Battle Stations Pacific Fuel and Rayman Raving Rabbids. That's a mouthful. Um, coming to Game Pass, added as a surprise for this month. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Isn't that a newer game? I feel like that came out last year. Maybe it was the year before? No, that, that was the that was the 361, the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom uh, ult, or like Ultimate or something, Infinity or something was the newest one. Yeah, okay. I played whatever the newest yeah. one was. I got it in Redbox, and it's fun for a fighting game. Um, leaving Game Pass at the end of this January. This is where it gets sad. You are going to be losing the Division... Um, so go out there and get those shields while you still can uh, before Division 2 comes out and before this leaves Game Pass at the end of this month. Um, Letter Quest Remastered, Riptide GP Renegade, and The Escapists Walking Dead. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online, they're getting two new games. Uh, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, and Blaster Master. Those are both coming out on January 16th. Uh, so those are the games that you get free for subscribing um, to their online service. That's 20 a year. So, cool. Not bad. All right. Good. I think we did it. Got through a whole entire show, and we're not even at the hour and a half mark. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome. Do you guys want to talk about something for another 20 minutes or so? So, Randy Pitchford. Well, uh, back to Randy. Um, <laughs> okay, well. Speaking of Randy, let's plug this show up. Nothing? Did Chocolate giggle at least? Did I miss it? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, are, okay. Aren't you guys excited for Resident Evil 2? Because i super excited. I am. I That's the only Resident Evil I've never played and beat. I've played all of them except... Actually, I take that back. I never beat 7. Um, is the only other one. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that for sure. No, that one's a nostalgia for me, that Resident Evil 2. Well, and I want to get it. I was excited, and I, I went and downloaded it. was on sale for like a dollar or two on the Vita, the PlayStation 1 version of Resident Evil 2. Yeah, <laughs> it it's rough. I not mean, the same. None of those games from that era hold up, though, when they were breaking into the 3D polygon space, though, really. so Yeah, it was way better in my head than when I started playing it. <laughs> I think I'll you just, just wait. Till the you 25th. just miss those uh, real-time F&B videos is what you miss. That's the that's where it's at. Sounds so good. I did see that it's coming to uh, Redbox, so I know I can at least rent it. What's, how long? Do, any of you guys know how long of a game that is, approximately? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, that's the only one I've never beat, but I know it's at least. I mean, it's pretty lengthy. I would say probably at least 20-some-odd hours, oh, man, I guess. Maybe Wait, a little less. Are you talking about Resident Evil 7? Two. 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 How long that one's going to be? Or how yeah. long was the original, I guess? I don't... I want to say it was close to 20, if not that that much. I, I, I was just it. wondering if it was like a weekend thing, if I had the time. But that's a lot. So if you be, if you beeline it and you have a little bit of help with some of the puzzles, you probably can. And there's still like blackouts, so you know, i got to make time for that and stuff. So <laughs> <There's> still <laughs> blackout exists in this yeah. world we live in. So uh, Yeah, I am excited for it. I think it looks cool. Anybody picking up... Uh, Kingdom Hearts or uh no 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 one's got okay. time for Cabo that. does I guess nobody Bert. has a soul or likes Mickey Mouse you don't I love you Disney start with one then one point two or three point seven and eight yeah. 
It's it's called YouTube, man. You just gotta YouTube it now. You just gotta let go and just just YouTube. The story is so convoluted. I don't know who's bad, who's good. If Mickey's dead, or <laughs> these things called Keyblades, and you have a darkness inside. No, I'm not gonna get into Ace it, Combat Seven. That's what I would get excited about. Yeah, Ace Combat. Was I good loved back it. In the day. Is that gonna be I, multiplayer? I, yeah, yeah. It's gonna have multiplayer. You can customize. Uh, they're adding like a bunch of customization options in this one, so it could be good. I don't know. Yeah, I think it looks I think awesome. P- I think PlayStation version has the VR component too. Oh, the perfect game. Mm. Quick yeah. hits. Barf simulator. Quick hits. Not quite 20 minutes. Anyways, um, <laughs> if you, uh, for all things Cross Atlantic Gaming, you can head on over to crossatlanticgaming.com. If you want to hang out with us daily, you can join us on Discord, where we are at discord.io slash crossatlanticgaming. Um, on socials, we are at CAG Podcast. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we are at patreon.com slash CAG Podcast. Um, our mailbag episode, I believe, is is it not is it next episode? Next week. It is next episode. Yeah. I believe it's next episode, yeah. Nice. Okay, so um, you can send in questions for the mailbag at to CAG Podcast at gmail.com. We also have a channel that's open in our Discord where you can just post the questions there. Um, is there anything off limits? Um, uh, nothing can be related to the Randy Pitcher story. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, no, most things aren't to, to an extent. I don't know what rules. I mean, to let's put be on real. This. We're basically getting an explicit st- tag on our podcast after this episode. So what's it matter? I well, guess, hey, we right? still have a bike horn. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. True. She was a beep, beep, magician. <laughs> it's gonna sound totally different in posts. I can't wait. <laughs> I think she was a balloon animal maker. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Uh, and the magic trick was. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to find me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate. I'm Chocolate Bear 80 everywhere. Oh. Uh, doc. <laughs> doc H1H1 everywhere. And our special guest, Maldo Rob, where can we find you? Maldo Space Rob on Xbox, Maldo underscore Rob on PlayStation. Thank you guys. It's always a blast when you allow me to come on, hang out with you, and talk about games. So I really appreciate it. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you, Maldo. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Keep your fast drive safe. What's a keep fast your, drive? Keep your friends well, close. That's not what we call them your, here in America. Your, <laughs> I don't think they call it over there that either. Fast drive. <laughs>
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but we're we're really in a gray area where every episode dogs like that game's a pile of dog shit, and you're like, well, my child's in the car. Should yeah. uh, hmm. so should bleep out the word dog. Yeah. <laughs> that, yes. yeah, there you go, chocolate. Um, that's why chocolate is our FCC representative. He is on the on the spot with those. And if you want a couple of bike horns, mother can put this fucking beeping fucking fucking. <laughs>